You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. God's perfect love for us was unveiled through Jesus. Know more about this message by Pastor Sonny Waman. We are on the last week of our series na pinamagatan po nating past perfect. At para po dun sa mga bago lamang, ito po yung pinag-usapan po natin dito. At binibigyan natin ng diin ang ginawa ng Panginoong Kristo or ang ginawa ng Diyos, ang plano ng Diyos sa pagliligtas na kanya pong inilalahad na ng lumang tipan pero napangyari lamang niya ng bagong tipan sa buhay at ministeryo ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. We're hoping na kapag naunawa na rin ito, nawa po ay magbago ang ating mga buhay. Ang ating mga buhay po ay umayon do sa ating kaalaman at kaunawaan sa ginawa ni Jesus sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Yun po ang ating uh, nais na bigyan ng, ng diin dito. At uh, nung mga nakaraang linggo ay pinag-usapan po natin. Unong linggo, sinabi natin na siya po yung tinatawag natin perfect redeemer. Ang pinakamainam na tagapagtubos sa atin. Kung saan nakita natin uh, kung paano nangyari about the Passover. And on the second week, we have discussed na siya po yung mainam na tagapamagitan, the perfect mediator. You know? At uh, last week, pinag-usapan naman natin yung perfect... Uh, Substitute. Okay, ngayon pag-usapan natin, Jesus as the perfect man. Last week din po ay binigyan natin ng diin kahit papano na kailangan maging tao si Kristo upang tayo tubusin. Dahil kung di siya magiging tao, hindi niya tayo basta pwedeng tubusin. Hindi niya pwedeng angkinin ang kasalanan ng mga tao kung hindi siya magkakatawang tao. But higit pa rito, uh, magagawa po tayo ng paghahambing, paghahalintulad o paghahambing and, and we'll find a contrast between Adam and Jesus. Dahil whether we like it or not, ang dalawang taong ito ay may malaking epekto sa ating mga buhay. Uh, naranasan nyo na bang gumawa ng desisyon na malaki ang naging epekto sa mga tao sa paligid nyo? Ilan na sa inyo nakagawa ng desisyon na malaking epekto o marami ang naapektuhan? So may ta- tat- lima. Lima tayo. Okay. Now, uh, ganun din po nangyari through Adam and through Jesus, yung mga desisyon na ginawa nila affected a lot of people. Hindi lang some, hindi lang majority. Should I say, it, in King Adam, it affected all humanity. But on the part of Jesus, of course, ang naapektuhan lang neto ay yung mga taong naglagak, naglagak ng kanilang pananalig sa Kanya. So, mari po ba tayong tumayo at uh, makibaklat po kay sa akin sa sulat ni Pablo sa mga taga-Roma. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Oh, sorry, chapter 5. Mula po talatang labing dalawa hanggang dalawang putisa. So medyo mahaba-haba lang para lang kuha natin yung, yung tema, yung konteksto ng ating pag-uusapan ngayong umagang doon. Nakita nyo na po ba? Ang aklat po ng Roma ay pagkatapos ng mga gawa at bago magkurinto. Basahin natin. Therefore, just a sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Verse 14, Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through the one man's trespass, much more 
have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Verse 16. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Verse 18. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. 19. For as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. 21. So that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ. Our Lord, Ama, aming dalangin na ang aming binasa po ay hindi lamang manatiling basta nakasulat na mga letra, kundi ito po ay mabuhay sa aming mga puso at maunawaan namin ang mga pangyayari sa likuran nito. Dalangin ko po sa pagwawakas namin ng sering ito ay ang aming mga buhay ay mabago ayon sa aming pagkakaunawa sa natapos na ginawa ni Jesus sa Kalbaryo. Balang Espiritu, dalangin ko po ang inyong presensya sa aming kalagitnaan na siyang magbibigay ng pagpapahid ng langis upang mabuksan ang aming mga mata, tainga, aming mga isipan, at aming mga puso. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Maraming na po tayo maupo. Dito po sa binasa natin ay katatapos lamang na ihayag ni Pablo yung description kung papaanong inihayag ng Diyos at kung papaano niyang inapply sa buong sangkatauhan yung kanyang iniaalay o yung inaalok na righteousness, yun nga lang, sa pamamagitan lamang ng pananampalataya sa natapos na ginawa ni Jesus sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Matagal na po nating itinatatag ang katotohanan yan na hindi po sa, ating pam- hindi sa pamamagitan ng ating mabuting gawa, hindi sa ating mga sariling katuwiran, kung, tayo, uh, kung paano tayo naging uh, tama sa, pananaw, ng, uh, na, sa paningin ng ating Diyos. Kundi ito po ay nakatalaga sa pananampalataya natin sa natapos na ginawa Kristo. Now, may isang bagay po na itinuloy si Pablo matapos niyang inihayag kung papaanong makukuha ng isang taong makasalanan ang katuwiran ng Diyos. At yun po ay ang paghahambing, nga, paghahambing ni Adam at saka ng Panginoong Kristo. Makikita po natin na as we go along uh, dito po sa pag-aaral natin na uh, yung parallelism okay, ng buhay ni Adan, ng mga ginawa ni Adan, at ng mga ginawa ni Kristo ay mayroong, not necessarily the same, pero mayroong koneksyon uh, ang mga ginawa nila para sa ating kaligtasan. Now, ibinigay niya rin dito, he explained how it is that all men are sinners or how all men were sinners and how it is that Adam or that one man's death could give the ungodly sinner the righteous standing before God. Now, interesting lang, you know, nung, nung pinag-aralan ito, interesting lang, when God created Adam, Adam was a perfect man. Wala pang kasalanan. Adam was given the power and the authority, sabi po sa Genesis 1. Sa katunayan, 
uh, ang trabahong unang trabahong ibinigay kay Adan, bukod sa alagaan ng hardin, ay bigyan niya ng pangalan ang lahat ng mga hayop o oh, oh, lahat ng mga animals. Parang pangit pakinggan, no? Lahat ng mga hayop doon. Pangit din naman kung lahat ng mga animal doon. You know? All the animals, <laughs> English nila natin God gave Adam the power and the authority to name all the animals doon. So could you just imagine, no? Yung wisdom na meron si Adan na matandaan niya ang lahat ng pangalan ng mga hayop doon. Ako nga, patangan ako, minsan nalilito pa ako eh. Ngayon, ha? Narinasan niyo na ba yung mga maraming anak sa inyo? Pag tinawag yung isa, parang nag-roll call kayo, tas ayaw tumama yung pangalan. <laughs> Pero si, si Adan, he gave names sa lahat. You know? And that was the wisdom coming from God. He was a perfect man. His fellowship, yung kanyang pakikipag-ugnayan sa Diyos, were, was perfect. Maging yung pakikipag-ugnayan niya sa mga hayop na nandun, was perfect. I mean, could you imagine, kakalaro niya yung mga mababangis na hayop ngayon, noong kalaro niya lang doon. Everything was perfect. Until sin came. Nung dumating ang kasalanan, nawala yung perfection ni Adan. Sa katunayan, when God created Adam, the Bible says that he was created after what? God's image and likeness. Yung wangis at larawan mismo ng Diyos ay makikita mo kay Adan. Yun nga lang, Nung nagkasala sila, alam naman natin na ano po nangyari? Yung perfection na yun wala at yung, yung wangis at larawan ay nadungisan. It was marred. Okay? Naputikan, so to speak. And then, hindi ba biglang hinanap ng Diyos si Adan? Dahil nung, nung nagkasala siya, narinig ni Adan na naglalakad ng Diyos sa kalamigan ng umaga at nagtago siya. At nung hinanap ng Panginoon si Adan, anong sagot ni Adan? Nagtago po ako dahil ako'y natakot. Bakit siya natakot? Dahil alam niya na meron siyang nagawang hindi tama. Hindi po ba totoo yung sa buhay natin? Na kapag tayo may kasalanan, usually tayo yung nagtatago. Ako lang pala, kayo hindi. You know? Usually, pag ang tayo guilty, in fact, oh, yeah, pag ang tayo guilty, normally, nagtatago yan eh. May hiya. Hindi nyo rin ba na po na pagka tayo ay guilty sa Panginoon, ang hirap pag-pray? Ako lang pala yun, kayo uli. Dahil hindi naman kayo, nag- hindi kayo nagkakasala nga pala. Ang, <laughs> ang hirap magbasa ng Bible, ayaw natin umatay ng gawain, ayaw natin umatay ng, ng small group natin, and so on and so forth. Bakit? Again, hindi natin fully naunawaan, pero malaki ang nagagawa ng kasalanan. Malaking uh, pagsisira ang ginagawa ng kasalanan sa buhay ng mga tao. Kaya ho, ang Diyos po, yun ang kanyang unang concern. In fact, after that, anong ginawa ng Diyos sa kanya? Tinanong, Adad, kinain mo ba yung, yung pinagbabawal kong prutas na pwede mong kainin? Now, how I wish nga sana, sinabi lang ni Adan, sorry Lord, nakain ko po eh. Kaso hindi eh. Dahil may dugong Pinoy, si Adan, nagtuturo. Etong si Eva na binigay mo, Lord eh. Parang sinabi niya, Lord, kung di mo ako binigay ng, ng, ng kung di mo binigay sa akin si Eva, hindi ako magkakasala eh. Natural inkling ng tao, maghanap lagi ng masisisi. Bibihirang taong umaamin sa kasalanan. Hindi katulad yun, di ba? Kayo umaamin kagag, pag nangkamali kayo. Lord, sorry po. Alam niyo, marami yung kilalang kristyari. Alam niya, booking na, nagtatakip pa. Narito pa ba kayo? And then, tinanong si Eva, Eva, bakit mo nagawa yan? Again, dahil may dugong pinay. <laughs> Itong ahas na to eh. Kundi, kundi sa ahas na to, ha? well, in the first place, hindi ba siya nagtaka? Ahas na nga yun, tapos nagsasalita. Kinausap pa nila. Alam niyo yun? You see how sometimes, yung, yung temptation, that is how temptation works in our lives. Di ba? Hindi mo napupuna 
you're dealing with the temptation na. Until such time, you know, huli na lahat, andun ka na, nagawa mo na yung taksong iyon. And then, what had happened was that he started to sow fig leaves. And God said, you know, it's not enough. He killed the first animal, the first blood was shed to cover the shame of man. Now, ano yung gusto ko ipunto rito? Simple lamang po eh. You know, when he was created after God's image, at nasira him because of sin, yung perfection yun was lost when Adam disobeyed God. Pero, malino po na sinasabi na si Adan po ay tipo ng Panginoong si Kristo. Now, this is another thing that really interests me. Ang sabi po rito sa Genesis 5.1, this is the book of the generations of Adam, when God created man, ano po sabi? In the likeness of God. Tandaan niyo po yan. So, alam natin, man was created after his image and likeness. But right after he sinned, nung nagkasala na siya, two verses after that in verse 3, when Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a son in his what? In his own likeness, after his image, and named him Seth. Now, what is interesting is this. Sabi kanina sa verse 1, Adam was created in whose image and likeness? God. In fact, to si Seth, ito yung pinalit kay uh, kapalit, ang pangalan, ang ibig sabihin ng Seth, kapalit ni, ni Abel. And then, ano sabi niya? This Seth, his son Seth, was now what? In his own image and likeness. Now, I'm not saying wala nang wangis at larawan ng Diyos kay Seth. Nandun parang, kailang katiting na lamang. Bakit? Dahil nga nadungisa na yung wangis at larawan ng Diyos. Ang nakuha na ngayon ni Seth ay yung wangis at larawan ng kanyang fallen father. Nakikita niyo ba yung larawan na yun? Which means, kaya nga, mula kay Adan at lahat ng ipinanganak na, lahat po tayo nagkasala na. Bakit? Nawala, so to speak. Hindi totally nawala, pero lumiit yung wangis at larawan ng Diyos na nasa atin at na nakuha na natin ay yung wangis at larawan ng isang fallen man. Interesting. Tama ba? And so we said that Adam was a type of Jesus Christ. You know? Uh, ito po ay, you know, again, pagkahaling tulad, in a sense na hindi sila pareho ng ginawa sa katunayan, magkaiba sila ng ginawa. Ang hindi nagawa ni Adan, si Jesus ang gumawa. Kung saan pumalpak si Adan, si Jesus ang tumapos. Now, para patunayan natin ito, yun ang sinabi sa verse 14. Yet, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, and sabi, who was a what? A type, a pattern a figure of the one who was to come. In short, see, Adam is foreshadowing Jesus. Parang ganito, kung makikita nyo na meron akong anino, yung anino, hindi yun yung totoong sani. Anino lang. Ibig sabihin, para makita mo yung totoong yan, kailangan makita mo yung nagmamayari ng anino. Ganun si Adan. Si Adan parang anino ni Jesus. In a way, yun po sabi. There is a theological connection between the two, as they would say. Now, pag naintindihan natin to, pag nakita natin to, maintindihan natin at ma-appreciate natin yung ginawa ni Jesus. Because, you know, honestly, sa panahon natin ngayon, sad to say, maraming mga tao, even tayo mga Kristiyano, many times, we, because we become over-familiar with Jesus, we take Jesus lightly. We, we, Parang yung ginawa ni Jesus sa Cruz ng Kalbaryo na sobrang matindi, parang sa atin ngayon, well, praise God, He died for me. Parang ganun lang. Na- naunawa niyo po ba? 
Kaya nga, mahalaga maintindihan natin to because kung di natin tumaintindihan, hindi rin natin ma-appreciate yung ginawa ni Jesus. Now, another, another uh, scripture that would uh, uh, emphasize my point. Sabi rito sa 1 Corinthians 15, Thus it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living being, and the last Adam became a life-giving. So, all the human race, lahat po ng sangkatauhan, ay kumuha ng origin sa dalawang taong ito. Now, this is also interesting. They, they are equal in body. Pareho silang may katawang lupa, but unequal in merit. Okay? They wholly, you know, wholly alike. Pareho physically structured, but totally unlike in the origin of their being. Ang sabi dito si Adan, he became a living soul. A living being. Si Jesus, he is what? A life-giving. He doesn't need anybody to give him life because he himself is life. Nakita niyo po ba? Now, bakit natin kailangan bigyan ng diin to? Dahil mamaya, again, tutuloy-tuloy natin itong pagkahamping na to, makikita niyo kung gano'ng kagaling yung ginawa ni Kristo. Now, verse 47, the same thing. The first man was from the earth and the, a man of dust, and the second man is where? So again, totally equal, so to speak, physically, but totally different in origin and in merits. That is what is being said here. Now, a general, general comparison between the two. The first Adam and the last Adam. Tignan natin. Sabi natin kanina, the first Adam was made from the earth, while the last Adam, si Jesus, he came from heaven. First Adam is the king from the old creation, Genesis 1, 26, 27. He was given the power and authority over all the works of, the, uh, of, of God. Si Jesus, he became the king priest over the new creation, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Now, third, si Adam... He was tested in a perfect garden and disobeyed God. Pero si Jesus, He was tested in a terrible wilderness and yet He obeyed God. He surrendered His will in the garden of Gethsemane. Now, try, try to think of this. Kumbaga, si Adam spoiled the Lord and yet He failed. Could you imagine? In a perfect garden, He was placed and there was only one command given to him. Just one command. And what was that? Wag mong kainin. Ang bunga na itong puno ng kalaman, ng kabutihan at kasamaan. Yun lang ang utos kay Adan. Naintindihan ko tayo ngayon bakit tayo sumasabi. Napakaraming utos. Di ba? Sa nanay pa lang natin, tsaka sa mga asawa pa natin, dahil pa si Moses, ang daming utos. No, minsan naiintindihan ko, sobrang dami, hindi natin masunod. Pero, hindi ko lubos maisip. Kaya, Dan, isa lang, sabi nyo nga, isa lang. Sumabit pa. Napakasakit. Kuya Eddie. So, first Adam, yung disobedience niya brought sin, condemnation, and death to humanity. Samantalang si Jesus, his obedience brought righteousness salvation, and life to all who will believe. And then lastly, si Adam, death and sin reign in this world, pero kay 
Jesus, grace reigns and believers can reign in life. Now, ito yung general view ng pag-ahaling tulad natin. Huwag niyong kakalimutan, totally different sa kanilang mga nagawa. Okay, now, let's go to the scripture para makita naman natin the contrast between what Adam and Jesus did. Number one is the offense versus the forgive. Sabi sa Romans 5.17 of 15, But the free gift, basahin nga natin malakas. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, and that is Adam, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man. Sino yan? Jesus Christ abounded for many. It is also interesting to note that dito po sa Romans chapter 5, you will find the word one, yung O-N-N-E, ng 13 times sa ESV. Sa NIV, you'll find it 11 times. In short, again, basic principle ng Bible, pagka inuulit, mahalaga. Basic principle ng Bible yon. And also, you will find the word reign, R-E-I-G-N, ng maraming beses. So, mahalaga yon. Now, eto sinasabi rito. Yung kasalanan ni Adan, nagdala ng judgment and condemnation dito. Sinasabi po rito. Pero yung free gift, sabi nyo nga free gift. Bakit sinabing free gift? Kasi free. Now, tignan nyo to ah, simple. Ano yung sinasabing free gift dito? The free gift of God's grace that brings what? Justification. Pagpapawalang sala. Now, tandaan nyo to. Uh, anumang kaloob, hindi porket gift sa'yo, automatic sa'yo. Intindihan niyo po ba? Kunyari, Leo, halika. Halimbawa, if I'd say, this is my gift for Leo. Kanina na to? Akin. Bakit? Hanggat di niya tinatanggap, anumang kaloob ang gustong ibigay sa kanya, hindi pwedeng mapasa kanya. So sabi ko, Leo, gift ko to sa'yo. Kasi malapit na mga anak si Sharon. Okay, para natatawagan mo siya sa operating room. Okay. Now, kanino na yun? It's the same thing with salvation. It's the same thing with grace. It's the same thing with everything everything that God offers. These are free gifts. But unless we receive it, it will never be ours. Thank you, Leo. Now, ganun din. Pakinggan nyo, pagdating sa kaligtasan, listen, hindi porkit pinanganak ka sa kristyanong pamilya, ligtas ka na. And there's no such thing as, nasa sinapupunan ka palang, Christian ka na. Because the Bible says, nasa sinapupunan palang tayo, may kasalanan na tayo. Na, naunungan niyo po ba? Hindi porque dumadalo ka dito sa victory ng alas 9, at madalas pumipila ka sa labas, at nagpipilit kang pumasok, eliptas ka na. na Naintindihan niyo po ba? Hindi porque close kayo, ni Leo, o ni Pastor Ariel, ligtas ka na. Hindi po. Because that gift only comes from God. And that gift is freely offered to us. But unless we take it, unless we receive it, unless we accept it, it will never be ours. That's why then we always give altar calls. It's not that you know Jesus or you know something about Jesus. But the question is, have you received Him? Are you in Christ? That's a real issue here. Amen. Now, verse 16. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. Talking about Adam. 
for the judgment following the one trespass brought condemnation. Yun yung kaidam. Ang dinala niya, judgment and condemnation. But the free gift, sabi niyo free gift, following many trespasses brought what? Justification. The offense versus the free gift. Offense kay Adam, free gift naman ang in-offer ni Jesus. Second, another contrast is death versus life. 17. For if, because of one man's trespass, talking about Adam, death reigned through that one man, much more, sabi nga, much more, will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign where? In life. Through whom? The one man, Jesus Christ. Noon, ang kamatayan, from the time of Adam, ang kamatayan ay naghari dahil ho sa kasalanan ni Adan. Ibig sabihin, naghari, you know, ang, ang tao is parang, so to speak, parang, how should I, parang naging, naging servant or naging slave noong, noong, noong death. Anytime, death can come. Now, I'm not saying, noong naging kristyano ka na wala ng death. Of course, meron pa rin. Maliban na lang, dumating ngayon si Jesus. At mahirap dumating ngayon si Jesus, tapos tulog ka sa preaching, mahirap yun. Ha? Baka magkaiwanan tayo. You know? Pero ang magandang balita rito, sinasabi, subalit ngayon, ang mga mana ng palataya can reign in this life. Hindi, hindi naman sinasabi dito, maghari-harian ka. You know? Pero sinasabi ko, you can reign over sin. Hindi na, kasalanan na maghari sa iyo. You can say no to sin. Alam nyo, nung wala pa tayo kay Kristo, ang hirap humindi. Dahil po ninyo, lahat ng kasalanan, masarap sa laman. Walang kasalanan na hindi masarap gawin. Dahil kung di masarap, walang gagawa. Kaya ang ano sabi, nung nakita ni Eva, na yung aratilis na yun, hindi man sana siya, no? aratilis yun. Nung nakita ni Eva, yung aratilis na yun, and it was, ano sabi, pleasant to the eyes. It's good for food. And one that will make you wise. She took of it. Gave it to her husband. And they both eat. Masarap. Believers reign in life right now. Ngayon. Not just in the future. Ngayon mismo. Sa pamamagitan ni Kristo. At pwede tayo magkaroon ng tinatawag na Abundant life. Now, when I speak abundant life, I'm not talking about maraming pera, maraming ari-arian. It goes with, alam niyo ba maraming tao, maraming pera na hindi naman masaya? Alam niyo ba maraming tao, maraming pera, pero stockholder sa ospital? Kanila na yung tatlong poster ng bakit? Lagi nila ba ng ospital eh? So, pag sinabing abundant life, huwag niyo lang isipin na kailangan maraming, eh, may bansan ang dami, ang tagal ko ng question, eh, wala pa rin akong pera. Eh, hindi yun ang sukatan, ng abundant life. Sinasabi. But the point is, we can reign in life. Amen. Alright. Ano uli yung address? Aning one? Aning one? Come on, come on. Offense versus free gift. Pangalawa? Death. Dinala ni Adam, death. Dinala ni Jesus, life. Pangatlo is condemnation versus justification. Verse 18. Therefore, as one man trespass led to condemnation for all men. That is Adam. So, one act. Sabi nyo nga, one act. 
of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. Talking about Jesus. Now, I love this. Kasi, you see, maganda pagka nagbabasa kayo ng, ng, ng Bible, medyo ninanamnam niyo yung mga salita. Punahin niyo. One trespass. Isang kasalanan. At ano sabi ng Romans 6.23? The wages of sin. Salang. Is what? Kaya, wag natin lagyan ng kategorya ang kasalanan. Ay, ano lang naman yan? Green lies. Ay, what? White lies lang yan. Ay, alam niyo sa harapan ng Diyos, lahat ng lies black. Sa harapan ng Diyos, the Bible says, liars go to hell. Impostor, kaya lang naman ako nagsinungaling para pagtakpang ko siya now, kung gano'ng mentalidad natin, trust me, pagdating sa impyerno, magtatakipang kayo. Uy, takpan mo kong init. Uy, ako naman, paypayan mo <laughs> It may help us for a while sa mundong ito, but not before God. Not before a holy God. That's why it's, it's, it's so dangerous to play with sin. Because isa lang, sabihin nyo, isa lang. Anong kabayaran? Kamataya. Pero maganda, magpapatalo ba si Lord? Hindi, sabi niya. Isa lang din. Just one act of righteousness. Ano naman binigay nito? Justification and life for all. Wow. Yun ang masarap dito. Again, sin caused Adam to hide from God, but because of what Jesus did ngayon, we now have free access to God. E paano yung pastor pag nagkasala ko? Simple lang. Just ask for forgiveness. You know, John, 1 John 1, 9, if you confess your sin, kanino, kanino, to Him, He is, He is faithful and just. Now listen, 1 John 1, 9, well, pakinggan nyo ko, pakinggan nyo ko, ang First John 1.9 ay sinulat po sa mga mananampalataya na nagkakasala. Na, na, hindi, na, hindi po ito sinulat sa kung sino-sino man na hindi mananampalataya. Sa Biblia, lalo sa mga sulat from Paul hanggang kinadyan, wala po silang sinulat sa mga hindi mananampalataya. Alam nyo bakit? Hindi babasahin. Ang magbabasa lang yan, mananampalataya. Kaya nung sinabi ni John, if you, kayong mga mananampalataya, if you confess your sin, kaya huwag niyo sabihin, ay hindi na natin kailangan mag-confess. Sino may sabi? That's a dangerous teaching. Because one reason kung ba't di rin tayo nasasagot sa panalangin is because of unconfessed sin. One reason why we don't progress in our walk with the Lord is because of that unconfessed sin. And the Bible is clear, he who hides his sin shall not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. Are you still here with me? And then what Jesus did, just one act of righteousness, it brought justification and life for all men. Another thing, pang-apat. Ano yung una? Ano yung contrast? Offense versus? Okay. Second? Adam brought death. Jesus brought life. Third? Because of Adam's sin, just one sin, it brought condemnation, but through the one act of righteousness in Jesus, it brought life. Pangapat is disobedience and obedience. For us by one man's disobedience, talking about Adam, the many were made sinners. Dahil lang sa 
kasalanan ng isang tao, lahat tayo makasalanan. Alam nyo, tayo nilang mga taong naglagay ng standard sa mabait at mabuti. Feeling natin, pagka hindi nananakit ng iba, eh, mabait naman yan. Standard natin yon. Pero standard ng mundo, lahat tayo makasalanan. Wala maka-amen ah. Wala ni isa mang gumagawa ng mabuti. Anong po ang sabi ng Biblia? Ngayon, pag sinabi na, hindi, ako na may mabait, ako na may mabuti, then parang sinabi natin, Lord, sinungaling ka. Papalta na kitang Diyos. Hindi ka pwedeng Diyos, di mo alam na mabait ako. Kaya di ba, minsan pag nagbabahagi din tayo, uy, alam mo, love ka nila. Ay, naku, sira mo yung asawa ko. Yun, yung walang yayon. Ako, ako, okay ako, mabait ako. Are you still here with me? By one man's offense or disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, and that is Jesus, the many will be made righteous. So the disobedience of Adam made us all sinners. Parang unfair, no? Ay, Lord, lalaman ka na lamay. Si Adan yung sumapit. Ba't pati ako idadamay mo? Why? Again, because the image and likeness of God that was in Adam perfectly was marred because of sin. But thank God, because of Jesus' obedience to God, and through faith in Him, we are made righteous. Kaya pag may nagtanong ka, matuwid ka ba? Oo! Ba't mo nasabi? Sabi ng Bible eh. Hindi, matuwid ka ba? Yeah, pag Sunday night, Kaya biro ko, di ba? Pagka nasa loob ng church, di ba? May, may bilog kayo, halo. Paglabas, umu... Nagiging asero pa. <laughs> Hindi ho nababago yung katuwiran natin sa Diyos. Yung katuwiran nating personal, wala hong sa yun. Sabi ng Biblia, it is as good as a filthy rug. Alam niyo, filthy rug, na sinabi dun, yung Hebrew word ng filthy rug, kung ano equivalent nun? Menstrual flux. Okay, ano ulit yun na? Ano yung contrast? Offense versus? Yung second? Death versus? Third? Versus? Fourth? This. Okay, fifth is law versus grace. Okay. Basa. Now the law came in to what? But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Wow. Now, ah, parang ganda to, ah. Namnamin natin. Tagalogin natin. Ngayon, ang batas ay dumating para ano? Para dumami ang kasalanan. O, o, parang mali. Ba't binigay pa yung batas? Kung dadami ang kasalanan. Pakinggan nyo. Ito sinasabi. Dumami lang yung, actually, ang kasalanan ay narito na wala pang batas. Tandaan nyo. Si Adan, kailan lang dumating ang batas? Kay Moses. Ang layo pa nun, ilang henerasyon pa yun. Pero bakit may mga namatay na nung panahon ni Adan? Dahil doon sa kasalanan. Na, 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 napipicture nyo ba? Okay. Ito sabi, nung walang batas, hindi nila alam kung ano yung kasalanan. Pero nandun yung kasalanan. Nung dumating yung batas, ay kasalanan pala to. Doon nila nalaman bakit. Kasi dumating yung batas. Oh, sa mga nagmamanay dito, hindi ha? 
Pag napaligo ka sa one way, eh boss, di ko alam, wala ka yung signage dun eh. Oh, boss, di oh. Kung walang signage, ibig sabihin, walang batas, so wala silang karapatang hulihin ka. Tama ba? Pero kung nakita mo na, bawal tumawid, may namatay na. <laughs> Kita niyo ah, pag-isipan lang natin ng kaunti ito. Sidetrack lang. Nakakatawa ang batas natin dito sa Pilipinas eh. Di ba? Kapag ikaw ay nasa kasaan, kahit mali ang tumawid, sino may kasalanan? Yung nakasagasal. Well, hindi naman yung sasakyan. Dahil hindi naman lang pwede ikulong. Driver. Driver. Pauwi ako minsan. Sa, galing kami sa EN for meeting. Yung staff meeting. May dalawang sasakyan sa harapan ko. C5. Alam mo yung flyover? Yung pedestrian flyover? Na-drive kami. Siyempre, harurutan yun. Biglang, zoom. May tumalon. Bag! Basag yung salamin ng kotse. Anong nangyari? Siyempre, tumilapon. Yung lalaki, may tumalon. Pag tilapon, ito may isang sasakyan sa kaliwa. Mm. Sinong kinulong? Driver. Bakit? Eh, sinagasaan mo yan, di. Tao yan, eh. Ay, kung, ay, ano, sinabi ko bang hayop yan? Abay, nananahimik ako magmaneho. Tsya, tumalon dito. Naunawa nyo? Now, yun ang batas. Pero wala kang magawa. Batas, eh. Now, Ganon din pagdating sa batas na sinasabi ng Panginoon. Pakinggan nyo to. Ibinigay ng Diyos ang batas hindi para iligtas ang tao. Dahil malinong sinasabi ng Biblia, hindi kayang iligtas ang batas ang sino mang tao. Dahil sabi ng Biblia, isa lang ang evaluate mo sa mga batas, guilty ka sa lahat. Kaya walang... Eh, ba't pa binigay ang batas? Binigay ang batas para meron tayong boundary. O hanggang dito ka lang sa loob, ha? Huwag kang lalabas. Bawal tumawid. Naunawa niyo po ba? Y- yun ang purpose ng batas. Ang purpose ng batas is to reveal sin. Second, ang purpose ng batas is to show you and me that we cannot save ourselves. That we need a Savior. Naalala niyo yung Richman and Lazarus? Ano sabi ni Richman? Eh, ang mga Abraham, pwede ba pabalikin mo si Lazaro doon sa bahay ng tatay ko? May lima pa akong kapatid para warningan sila. Para wag na silang pumunta rito sa kinilalagyan ko, which is hell. Ano sabi ni Abraham? Eh, nasa kanilera si Moses at ang mga propeta. Ibig sabihin, they have the word, the, the law, and the word. Ano sabi ni Abraham? Well, it doesn't follow. Kahit na nandiyan na, uh, kahit na, kundi nila papakinggan yung nakasulat. Moses at saka mga propeta, hindi nila paniniwalaan kahit may bumalik mula sa mga patay. Are you following me? Yun yun eh. Ganong kahalaga ang salita ng Diyos kaya huwag natin na isa-isang tabi. Ngayon, maganda. Yung grace ni God, pinanagpo niya yung demand ng law nung namatay si Kristo. At ito ang plus factor. Ibinigay ng grace kung ano hindi na ibigay ng law. Ano po yun? The law could not give salvation from sin. But grace gave it. Kaya nga grace. We don't deserve it. But God chose to offer it to us. And again, unless we accept it, it will never be ours. Kaya yung salvation. Ano sabi Ephesians 2.8? We are saved by grace through faith and not of our works. It is a gift of God so that no one 
can boast. Verse 21, so that a sin reign in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ. Ganda, no? I, I don't know about you, pero ito lang, it's, it's more than enough for me. Para paniwala niya yung ginawa ni Jesus. Now, all of this, all of this, yung transaction na nangyari, ang summary nito, babalikan natin verse 20, yun yung summary niya. Yung last part. Where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Kung nasaan mayroong kasalanan, nandun yung kagandahang loob ng Diyos. But let me balance this. But if you understand what Jesus did on the cross, you will not abuse the grace. You will not make grace as an excuse for you to say, well anyway, pag nagkasala pala ko, hindi pala grace ni Lord. <laughs> hindi yun ang ibig sabihin nun. Dahil pag ganun ang mentality natin, ibig sabihin nun, hindi natin naintindihan yung ginawa ni Jesus. Ang sabi sa Hebrews, ipinapako mong muli ang Panginoon sa kahihiyan. Are you hearing me? So that's the truth behind this. Now, the whole transaction again is summarized on this verse. In the new creation, sabi niya nga, new creation, sin no longer reigns. May kasalanan, pero pwede ka nang humindi. Kaya mo nang humindi. May kamatayan, yes, pero it does not hold on you. Death does not reign anymore. Why? Because even if we die physically, you're not afraid. Why? Kasi alam mo saan pupunta. Now, hindi natin masisipan tao bakit takot pag-usapan ng kamatayan. Pusta mo, masasabihin niyang yung kamatayan, baka marinig ka ng demonyo. Matagal na ho tayong narinig ng demonyo. Kaya oftentimes, ito yung sinasabi namin pag memorial service eh. Ang pinapanalangin namin, yung buhay, hindi ho yung patay. Kasi yung patay, wala ka ng panalangin, pwedeng gawin doon. The Bible says, it is appointed for a man to die once after this judgment. Ang pinagpe-pray natin, buhay. Bakit? Yung, buhay, yung mga buhay, yan ho yung humaharap pa sa problema. Yan ho yung, yung mga buhay, yan po yung nag-iisip paano babayaran yung kabaong at saka yung palibing. Naintindihan niyo po ba? Hindi ho biro ngayon na mamatayan ha. Magkano ang kabaong? Kaano yung nicho? Magkano? O yung lupa? Magkano? Di ba? Talit-lit na ganun. Mahal. How I wish. Sana nga pag nilibing tayo, patayo na lang para at least maliit. Baka mura-mura. At least isang buong pamilya, kasya na kayo sa isang lote. Lahat patayo. Para pag nag-rapture, Di ba? Kaso hindi eh. <laughs> hindi ko eh. But anyway, <laughs> takot ang taong pag-usapang kamatayan kasi number one, hindi nila alam kung saan pupunta. Pangalawa, hindi nila alam ano mangyayari pagkatapos. Kaya kung may isang bagay na gusto kong pauwi sa inyo ngayon, eto lang yun. Kung saan pumalpak si Adan, pinapangyari ni Jesus. Where the first Adam failed, Jesus fulfilled perfectly. Amen. Now, I'll end with this. May I request the worship team? Ano ngayon sa atin? <laughs> ano ngayon? Kung fulfill ni Jesus, pumalpak siya dan. Ito yun eh. Kaya nga sabi ni Jesus in Revelations 21, Behold, 
I make all things new. Because of Adam's sin, lahat ng consequences si Jesus, siya sumalo lahat no. Yun para sa atin. Kasi dapat tayo yung nandun sa lugar ni Jesus eh. Pero hindi. Inhaku niya. Yun ang kapakinabangan natin. Punayin niyo pa to. In the Old Testament, nung kaninang binasa natin sa Genesis 5, nakalagay doon, the book of the generations of Adam. And the last book of Old Testament, Malachi chapter 4 verse 6, dun po sa NIV, the last word is curse. The generation of Adam, the last word, Malachi 4, 6, NIV, is curse. In the New Testament, this is interesting. The first book, Matthew chapter 1, the generation of Jesus. Yun yung libro ng mga bigat, mga bigatin, di ba? Yung Abraham bigat, you know, bigat Isaac, Isaac bigat Jacob, Jacob, aklat ng mga bigatin yun. And then in Revelation, in Revelation 22, 3, you know how it ended? There will be no more curse. Wow! Woohoo! I love that! Why? Because Jesus already carried that, that, that curse on the cross because the Bible says, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. Yung paradise nung panahon ni Adam sa Genesis was lost. In fact, ngayon, di nila makita. But the good news is this, that that paradise will be restored in Revelation through the cross. There will come a time, makikita natin paradise na yun. And we will truly see, God, ang galing mo talaga. These are the benefits that we've seen. But more than that, more than that, because of what Jesus did. That's why Psalm 103 or 7, which says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget His benefits. You know what? It's hard to bless God if we forget what Jesus did. Most especially if we do not know what Jesus did. I mean, everybody's praising and worshiping, tapos tayo nakatingin lang. It doesn't ring a bell. But the psalmist says, You bless the Lord, my soul. Inutusan niya yung soul niya. Bless the Lord, soul. Do not forget your benefit. He has healed you of your diseases. He has redeemed you from your sin. He has made things beautiful in your life. Now you bless the Lord. That's why, haven't you noticed every time we partake communion, ano sabi ni Jesus? Do this in remembrance of me. Why? Two reasons. One, we easily forget. Two, because we are over familiar with what we do, we take it lightly. That's why Paul said, ingat ka, warning niya, don't just partake of the bread and eat, eat of the bread and drink of the juice in an unworthy manner. Sometimes, when we partake of communion, it becomes a ritual. It becomes mechanical. Magre- Misa, may reklamo, sobrang tamis naman na itong juice, sakit naman sa po. 
Ang hirap ng buksan na itong plastic na ito. Come on! That's why every time we partake of the communion, it's a solemn, it's a solemn time. Because we remember the Lord's death until He returns. We remember that He became the perfect Redeemer. He redeemed us from all our sins. He became the Lamb of God who took away our sins. He became our perfect mediator. Because only Jesus can do that to stand between us and a holy God. He became the perfect substitute. Nasalit na tayo magdusa, He took all the sufferings and pain just for our benefit. And now we saw He became the perfect man. So that what Adam had failed, he fulfilled perfectly. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.